We continue to keep our eye on London, Ontario, and any developments that might come out from police as the investigation into what is being described as a hate-motivated attack claiming the lives of four members of the same family. Here is the chief of police in London with the announcement that I think shocked a lot of people. It shocked the entire country, absolutely, there's no question, but I think what was also a shock, and if you were listening to our program earlier, we're speaking with Catherine McDonald, our a veteran crime reporter, was how quickly, how quickly the police said this. We understand that this event may cause fear and anxiety in the community, and in particular, the Muslim community, and any community targeted by hate. The chief of police went on to say that it was indeed appeared to be motivated by hate. How can we respond? How do we all respond? John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, has a suggestion. And the best thing that could happen is for people to come out uh, into the streets and have a walk in the spring to show they're not afraid and and that we should stand beside them and show that we're going to make sure they're not afraid and they have no reason to be afraid. It's just so important to our well-being here. This kind of polarization that's been taking place around the world on a number of different fronts, including even in political discourse, to me is so profoundly unacceptable because we know where it leads. And it's not good. It's bad. It's tragic. It's, it's, It's just bad in every single respect. John Tory suggesting that what we should do is get outside, go for a walk, refuse to be intimidated. For more perspective, I'm pleased to welcome back onto the air my producer of the program, Sheba Siddiqui. Sheba, I'm just wondering what you're feeling today. Alan, my community is, it's a very heavy day for us today. We're traumatized. The little boy who's the sole survivor in this attack, Fayaz Afzal, He lost his entire family. He's nine years old. He has no one. The community is in shock, anger, fear. There are so many visible Muslims that I personally know who are terrified right now. They're terrified to go outside and do what they've been doing through the whole pandemic, what this family was doing, the Afzal family. Go for a walk. People are really trying to come to terms with this. Um, And what do you make of what John Tory had to say, the suggestion that what we all need to do is just get out there and show our show uh that we're not going to be cowed i think it's it's a great suggestion but there are people i mean i have so many friends who wear hijab who are so scared right now and 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 this happened it's happened after the quebec mosque attack it ha- it's happened islamophobia is real it exists and as premier ford said premier ford came forward and said this morning this was a terrorist attack against the Afsal family i mean the mayor of london ed holder called this a mass murder yesterday islamophobia is real it exists in canada people are saying you know not in canada how could this happen in canada it it's happening here it's horrible but it's not surprising marginalized and racialized people have been through this before and it's going to happen again unless we really start focusing on these hate groups who are causing this. And it, it's, it's not only, it is the hate groups, but it is the way that they're allowed to, to disseminate their information, how they are amplified, whether that is on social media or in some quarters in traditional media, even the sort of dog whistle politics that's out there. We know it's out there. Um, and you're right, it, it, it's so frustrating because if anyone is expressing, you know, uh, surprise that something like this has happened again, then you're not paying attention, I don't think. 
You know, the mayor of Brampton, Patrick Brown, he tweeted out this morning that in 2017, there were 91 MPs who voted that Islamophobia was not real. And to me, you know, I, I knew this. I didn't know the number, and it just blows me away. What's it going to take? What's it going to take? How many people are going to have to die? How many people out walking or going to their place of worship or being custodians and going to work getting killed for no, absolutely no reason, just spite and hate? And it, it needs to stop, and it, people need to rally. People need to stand together. This is not the country that I come from. I, mean, I was born and raised here. I love Canada, but I feel... I see the fear in my my hijab-wearing friends' eyes, you know, over Zoom calls, over a Zoom call last night, in their voices, in their text messages. People are scared. I'm hoping that that we can find something out of this, you know, as a, as a country, that we would look a little bit more closely at the way we communicate with each other. And and, and I I think I'm right now I am speaking you know, to white Canadians. I'm speaking to white Canadians about the way that sometimes, you know, the communication, you read in the paper and all that, all that, you know, we've had this, Shiba, we've had it on this program where people call in where they talk about, you know, the variants coming into the country and the sort of dog whistle, all those people from over there. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And all I, the time. I, I just, I hope, if anything, that, that there might be a, just a moment of self-reflection self-reflection about how we think, about how we communicate about our neighbors and the Muslim your Canadians that are hurting. Your neighbors, your friends, your colleagues. You know, so there are things that people can do. I mean, there are fundraisers that have been approved by the family where mm -hmm. you can donate. There are vigils being held across the country. Tonight, there's one in London with the premier, with the prime minister. Mm -hmm. I mean, my thoughts are with the London Muslim community right now. And, you know, if you, if you have a Muslim neighbor... A, a co-worker, a colleague, a friend, check on them. Let them know, let them feel your support and your kindness because we need it right now. People are scared. I think that there's, there's, there's a, a part, maybe I'm only speaking personally. Um, I don't do that because I worry that it might seem performative or it might seem, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I, you, you would suggest that I you know, check in and, and say something like that? Well, people that, you know, the, the Muslims you have in your life, like you and I had a call this morning. The first mm. thing you asked me was, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? And that goes such a long way. I know everybody's hurting out there. Thank you, Sheba. Thanks for sharing. appreciate that. Uh, to everybody out there who's listening, this is a, it's a tough day, isn't it? It's a tough day for the country, and it's a tough day as we actually look and examine our own nation and who we are. And hopefully we can, as Sheba says, just reach out to our neighbors, to our coworkers. How are you? How are you doing? 